It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Radio.com Sports presents Big Time Baseball with MLB insider John Heyman and former major leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. It's my pleasure to bring into Big Time Baseball a big time guest, one of the best managers in baseball. Uh, four years in a row, division titles for the Los Angeles Dodgers, made the World Series twice, so he's got an incredible record, and right now, the Dodgers have the best record in baseball, and uh, it's my pleasure to bring in uh, Dave Roberts. Uh, Doc, how are you doing? It's good to have you on Big Time Baseball with Tony Gwynn and myself. You know what, John, T- uh, TG, it's so good to be with you guys. Um, it's been a long time coming. It's uh, It's been a crazy year, uh, a very educating year. Um, and now, you know, with baseball kind of closing, it's going to be fun. we got a big series against the Padres coming up here um, for three. It's going to be fun. Dave, I wanted to ask you, you know, a lot of people talk about uh, L.A. being, uh, you know, a soft town uh, and being uh, mild, milk toast. Uh, I don't see it that way at all. I can tell you from my tweets, uh, when I tweeted that I thought Joe Kelly deserved the eight games, I got about 10,000 uh, Los Angelinos on, on my back. Uh, and, you know, they're counting the years. You know, we're into the fourth decade now, and the, the Dodgers have been a good team uh, or even a great team many of those years. Uh, this goes back uh, 27 years before you even got there that they haven't won the World Series after winning that miracle year in 88. Um, but I, I do think that there's a lot of pressure in that job I know you only have cutouts there right now, but I know that the fans are watching closely. Uh, you know, tell me, am I wrong? Am I reading L.A. right? Do you feel the pressure to win the World Series this year? It just seems like you're the favorite. I picked you. Of course, I picked you every year, uh, basically uh, 29 out of the last 30 years, uh, and I haven't been right yet. Uh, what do you What do you think? Is the pressure on, and are you guys going to be able to come through it? It's, it's going to be a tough gauntlet, even with the best team. Yeah, so I, I think you nailed it. Uh, I think you nailed it. 
you know, I, I think that you, you do understand our ball club um, as far as a, a, a gritty, tough, the way we play the game. I think the consistency, there's something to be said for the consistency that we play with and have played with. Uh, you know, I know in my tenure with the Dodgers, um, you'd certainly, it's a burden that I kind of came into and I understand that, that this team hasn't won since 88. Um, when you're part of this market, that's part of it. The fan base is still the fan base and they have that, those expectations. Pressure. I don't know if it's pressure. I, I mean, I, I guess expectations that we have to win the World Series every year, I, that's obviously a good thing. Um, I do also believe, John, that with this shortened season, other teams involved, the, the more variables, the three-game wildcard series, which I don't agree with. Um, but it, it's going to make it tougher. And like you said, your words, it's a gauntlet. It is going to be a gauntlet for any team that is crowned champion. But um, we got to go out there and play good baseball. We know what's out there, the expectations. But um, I, I think if you look back at October's, um, we just haven't been consistent uh, hitting, to be quite honest. And we got to take better bats and play good baseball. And then I think that we'll win the, what, 13, 14 games we need to win this year? Yeah. Doc, let me ask you this, because usually at this time of year, you got a pretty good read on, on your squad and where they're at going in to the playoff run. In, in this crazy 2020 season, um, you've only had really two months to evaluate that. Where do you see this Dodgers ball club going into the postseason compared to past years? Yeah, I, I'll say this. Um, on the pitching side, um, I expect to get Walker back uh, this week um, with that blister. Um, we're getting uh, – John's friend Joe Kelly back at some point in time this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we got Pedro Baez back. So the pitching uh, talent and the depth is better. I think on the position player side, the defense is, is, is amazing. Obviously, the addition of Mookie, which makes the offense better as well. But I think that just a, there's a few guys that just haven't got on track this year with the bat. And um, it's, it's Bellinger. Uh, Muncy, Peterson, and I just think that, you know, once they get untracked, then we're going to really take off because I don't think we've been at full strength offensively yet this year. And I, and I know many teams can say the same thing, but these are guys that have performed every single year. So I, I still believe that, you know, they're going to right the ship. You know, I, I think this is probably your, your best pen. Uh, you know, you've had other, some other years where the pen was a little bit on the thin side. Um, it feels like it's, you're deeper than you've been in the pen. Uh, and I wanted to ask you this because I, I see the fans talking about it a lot on Twitter and other social media, not because I'm overly concerned here, but uh, I mean, Jansen to me, when I've seen him, he's looked good. He had that one bad outing against the Astros, which obviously the Dodger fans don't like to lose to the Astros. Uh, maybe they overreacted. I don't know. But, I mean, you brought, got him in there the next day. Uh, he did well against the Astros. I mean, are you committed to Jansen as your closer? You've got another guy that you picked up that uh, it seemed like uh, the other teams uh, wanted to trade, uh, Gratterall, but he throws up. What does he throw, 102 miles an hour? Uh, you know, from a distance, he looks like a, at least a closer of a future. Um, you know, so I want to ask you how committed you are to Kenley as the closer in his Gratterall a possibility? The fact is, is performance, current performance, uh, should outweigh any past 
um, performances. And I think that that's, that's across the board. And I believe that. Um, so with Kenley, he's our closer, um, but performance matters. And uh, he understands that. And, um, you know, the last three or four, now three or five, haven't been good. And so, but last night he came back and uh, threw the baseball the way he's supposed to throw the baseball. And um, so he understands that. So I think for me is um, uh, he's our closer um, until he's not. And so I think that every day, and I talk to our guys, every day is a test and it should be. And, and that's how you hold uh, your teammates and the players accountable to be great. Um, so um, Gratterall, uh, he's, he's got a special arm. He's an even uh, more special person. John uh, just, just loves to play the game, loves to be a teammate. Um, he drives his big truck with this crazy horn. Uh, <laughs> it's just so much fun. Um, I think on the mechanic side, he just got a kind of, we're developing the slider. Um, because when you're talking about back end, really, really leverage, there's gotta be swing and miss. Oh, he yeah. throws 101, but it's a sinker. The ball is going to be in play, but now getting the slider to be at 90 and not 86 and a roller, that now is a separator. So if we can continue to develop that slider to get left and right out with the swing and miss, now we're, we have a conversation. Doc, before I get into this Padres here, I got to say, it's very rare that you hear a manager um, say those words. He, he's my starter until he's not, and performance, current performance matters. A lot of managers aren't willing to say that. I, I have to say that that is uh, – I was surprised to hear you say that. Um, but – I want to move to this Padres Dodgers matchup because clearly you guys are at the top of the food chain here in the nationally West and it's been that way for the last seven years, but you do have an up and coming Padre team um, that is hungry and, and looking to challenge. You mentioned the series this weekend. Um, how or not this week, this today, starting today for the next couple of days, how do you see this Padres ball club in terms of them being able to challenge you? They've had some pretty good series with you guys this far. Well, I, I think there's a, there's a couple things. I, I think um, the talent um, on the position player side, now adding Clevenger on the pitching side, um, the talent is real. Um, and, and now you're talking about, I think, that performance, the chicken or the egg kind of theory, that the performance, uh, the continued performance by the ball club has breeded real confidence uh, in yeah. swagger. So um, they're, they're, it's real. It's a really talented ball club. I know they're looking forward to this series. We're looking forward to the series. I think the only downside is that there's not, there's not going to be any fans there because I think this would have right. been great for the city of San Diego um, and, and baseball in general. But, um, you know, once we get 640, 645, whatever the game time is tonight, you know, there's going to be some intensity, with which I think will show through in the broadcast. I knew Tony was going to get that Padres question in there. But, uh, <laughs> makes sense. That's 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 your that's the threat to you to the Dodgers right now. So I get it. I, I do want to ask you about the team you just played. Uh, we saw Justin Turner on the broadcast. Uh, I love those in-game uh, questions, and he was very honest and said that uh, he's never really going to quite forget the Astros and what happened with that. And uh, I don't know if you saw the fans outside. Uh, booing them and holding up signs. And then obviously you must have seen the skywriting uh, that was going on there. Um, so they didn't get the reception that they would get, would have gotten with a full house, but they certainly got a, a tough reception where the Dodger fans could do it. Um, where do you stand on that 2017 uh, World Series? Are, are, are you 
ever going to get over it, or are you like Justin Turner? No, uh, I mean, and I think that it's fair for Justin to say that, and it's honest. And I think that in this world, we need honesty, you know. And and for me, I'm never going to get over it, you know. I mean, there's a political way to kind of handle it that I, I think I've done a very good job of doing it. But um, you know, winning in '17 would have changed the, the landscape, the uh, the narrative for not only myself but individual players, the organization. So yeah. Um, I'm not going to get over it. Um, but you still have to move forward. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to get over it. Uh, and I think that as far as the fans, I love the way the fans responded. And that's the way that they did it in a, uh, a peaceful way. But it was fun. Um, and I think it was heartfelt. It was passionate. And, you know, it's a good story. As I just found out, my old college roommate at UCLA uh, was responsible for the flyover with the flag thing. <laughs> I had no idea. Did you put him up to it? I did not, so the commissioner can't get on me for that. I had no idea. About <laughs> okay, it. all right. I'll but take I your word for it. You're a very honest guy. We'll take your yeah. word for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, let, let me ask you, um, you, you mentioned that so many the landscape could have been changed by that. I mean, you mentioned, I remember Kershaw getting hammered over that series. I remember you, Darvish, getting hammered over that series. Obviously, you're having to take on uh, the, 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 the weight that is already there. You lose that game. What I mean, those emotions, even during the game, are, is that something that you, you're you feeling with or you're locked into the game and, and winning that, that game specifically? I wouldn't say that during the game, the game is that game individually. Um, but, you know, when you see the collection of guys on that field in the same place that, you know, some of this stuff happened, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it opens up a, a wound, certainly. Um, but as, as far as the game itself, um, you know, no, there, there's nothing to it. I mean, I thought we played um, 17 innings of really good baseball. And we split a series, but um, yeah, with the game, uh, Gwenny, nothing from the past. Yeah, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to the the playoffs here, uh, since you're going to be in the playoffs. Um, it's you know we're going to have that bubble, uh, the two bubbles, uh, one in Texas, one in Southern California, um, and um, it's been reported, and I've heard that uh, the Dodgers are among teams that are pushing back a little bit in terms of the. Uh, whether the families are going to be allowed. Um, I was wondering if you had any update on that, if you understand uh, where the Dodger players stand on that. I mean, my thought is let's get through this. Let's be healthy. We've done a great job. And the Dodgers, I, everything I hear, the Dodgers have done a fantastic job with the pandemic. So credit to you for that. And, uh, you know, I think overall MLB has done uh, pretty well considering we got off to a rough start with the Marlins and the Cardinals. And I think uh, we're going to get through this. So that's, that's great. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the, on the two bubbles and the, the issue of whether the family should be allowed in? Yeah, well, I, I think major league baseball has, has done a really good job. Um, Cause I think that the next layer of the incidents early is there's got to be accountability with people, you know, that, that put themselves or act, irresponsibly so that has nothing to do with major baseball in my opinion unless you're going to make the decision to do it uh, what the nba did which was not even on the table um i think with as far as our players our players are getting this with players 
baseball. So this is not just, I know it's kind of been painted as a Justin Turner Dodgers situation. These guys nowadays are on threads all the time as far as what the players feel. So Justin uh, just happens to be one of the voices of major league players. Um, I understand it because we've been very diligent and there also is luck that has been a part of it. I mean, I know, I understand you can be diligent and still get it. So, so we've been lucky as well. And I want to say that, um, but we have been diligent. Ron Porterfield, our guy uh, has been really kind of staying on everybody and the players have been biting and adhering to these protocols. Um, I'm personally not, uh, I like you, John, I want to get through this. So whatever it takes to get through it, my hang up is, I want some. I want a decision sooner than later because what's happening is that everything is being kicked down the road, and there's not there's no decision being made, and we got the playoffs coming up soon. So when you start talking about getting ready for a season, a postseason, and then now you're talking about with families, without in a bubble, and not what part of the series we go into a bubble, that starts to become noise that affects performance, and that's where for me as a manager that bugs me. So I want a decision and I think that's where we keep kind of like fluttering. That's the frustrating part on my end. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. You definitely want some, some finality to what is going to happen as you move forward. Last question for me, doc, you mentioned Muncie, you, you mentioned Bellinger, uh, you mentioned Peterson all struggling right now to, to get on track. Uh, those are all your left-handed bats. What specifically uh, have you seen from them um, that, has hasn't allowed them to get on track. I, I think each of them are different, um, like all things. I, I think if you kind of look at everything, um, I just don't think that in a vacuum they're not using the whole field um, as much as they should. Um, I, I think that Cody is being challenged again at the top of the zone and being crowded. Um, I, I think Jock, mechanically is getting where he needs to be. Um, but he was out of the strike zone for, for quite some time, I think. And I think Max is just being really spun to death. So I think that they're all different. Um, but again, if you can just get back to just being a good hitter, um, the slug, which all three have obviously shown they have, um, will be there. But in the postseason, you know, they're going to exploit weaknesses. And uh, if Cody doesn't make an adjustment on the ball in, if uh, Max doesn't make an adjustment on the spin, if Jock doesn't control the strike zone, you know, it, it's going to be October's of the past. And, and But I expect our guys to kind of uh, understand that and make these adjustments. You know, I, I just have a one-sentence uh, question here for you to, to give a right, real quick answer, and then we're going to let you go. It's really been a pleasure having you on, though, Dave. Um, uh, my question is, uh, tomorrow the rosters uh, are set on Tuesday for the postseason. Any chance uh, David Price is going to be a last-minute opt-in? I know he's really following the team and he's interested, but uh, I mean, at this point I'm assuming probably not, but I thought I'd run it by you first. No, yeah, David is is – Definitely in tune with every game, uh, texting players, coaches, myself. Um, but there's zero percent chance he's going to opt back in. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I'd seen an interview with him, Dave. It's been a pleasure as always. We really appreciate you coming on our show, uh, making it a real big time show this week. And uh, good luck to you with the Padres coming in and uh, in the weeks to come. Uh, and you know, I have to say, go Dodgers, only because I want to be right for the first time in 30 years. So. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, fellas, man. Thanks for having me on. You guys uh, be well. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Dave. All right, that was Dave Roberts on Big Time Baseball with uh, myself, John Heyman, and uh, Tony Gwynn. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.